time now for business with Giles Beckford. Kia ora, Giles, and the FMA flexes on investment platforms. Kira Tiumani, yes, the Financial Markets Authority has given another online investment platform a formal warning for not complying with anti-money laundering requirements. The regulator says Invest Now Saving and Investment Service is the latest company with inadequate processes in place to detect possible criminal activity. The authority's director of supervision, James Gregg, says investment trading platforms encourage innovation and make trading more accessible. But they're also at a higher risk of being targeted by criminals. These types of DIY investing platforms are at a higher risk uh, of being targeted for money laundering or terrorist financing. And we've previously issued warnings to the likes of Sharesies and Tiger Brokers, also in the sector. And this is because we've seen that the sector has highly liquid and digital uh, assets uh, and the nature of the business. InvestNow has until the end of the month to prepare a plan to address the shortcomings and will need to restrict withdrawals and transfers from customer accounts that require more information. Well, as the dust settles or starts to settle on yesterday's outsized surprise rise in consumer prices, the head of one of the country's big accounting groups is suggesting the country should be reporting inflation numbers every month and not every three months. The head of chartered accountants Australia, New Zealand, Peter Vile, says more timely inflation numbers would lead to more timely decisions. Monthly reporting would complement uh, fuller quarterly reporting, so we're not suggesting throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Stick with the quarterly reporting with the full basket of goods, uh, but introduce monthly reporting uh, as well to complement that with perhaps a smaller basket of goods. So I think monthly reporting gives much more real-time information and can help in, in any decisions that the Reserve Bank has to make. It also uh, helps business and the whole community that has to deal with the inflationary pressure we're under at the moment. Peter Vahl of the Chartered Accountants Australia New Zealand Group. And Australia starts monthly inflation reporting next month. Rising commercial rents reflect a thriving prime office uh, rental market in our major cities, with interest from offshore investors further boosting demand. Property management and investment firm JLL says demand for office space remains strong in the main cities. Its head of research, Gavin Reed, says Auckland's seen vacancy rates dropping from 13 to 10% for top real estate near the waterfront and Britomart. He says overseas investors are also eyeing up commercial buildings. We are seeing an increase in inquiry from offshore capital, and you know we've seen that for Auckland um, with the borders opening, the significant impact across commercial property sector, and the example being the Stanford Plaza last week selling for $170 million. And that's a sign that offshore investors are looking for the right commercial real estate assets in New Zealand that are comfortable and fit their medium-longer-term strategies. Gavin Reid expects commercial rents to continue to rise for quality offices in top locations despite the somewhat mixed global economic outlook. And staying with offshore investors, they're overwhelmingly in favour of investing in New Zealand with environmental, social and governance factors, otherwise known as ESG, key to their decision-making. Survey by the law firm Simpson Grierson of 91 international investors has found all of them are considering investing in this country in the next five years. One of its corporate partners, Andrew Matthews, says 70% expect mergers and acquisitions activity to increase over the coming 12 months. And he says ESG factors are increasingly becoming a deal-breaker. Now we're really hearing from our respondees how important they are in terms of making investments. Well up there on the list. 
you know, respondees, 38% of them have walked away from a deal due to risks associated with ESG factors. Meanwhile, Andrew Matthews says mergers and acquisitions are returning to pre-COVID levels. 63 deals have been completed so far this year. That compares with 124 at this time last year. He says buyers are looking for companies that can handle inflationary pressures. We are seeing investors already considering carefully um, inflation both on the revenue side, i.e. from passing cost uh, prices on to customers, but also on the cost side. It is top of mind for them at the moment. That's Andrew Matthews from the law firm Simpson Grierson. Well, Dunedin-based robotics and automation company Scott Technologies looking to a traditional template for future growth. The company supplies processing and conveyor systems for firms such as meat processors, miners and manufacturers. And it's just reported a solid lift in annual earnings, excluding some one-off costs of it closing a business. Its chief executive, John Kippenberger, says its strategy, labelled Scott 2025, is based on making proven products for multiple sales in core markets. Identifying um, fewer numbers of industries, but also products and technology where we really have world-leading um, um, point of difference against other companies around the world and just be very resolute and focused on those sectors that we're selling them to because at the end of the day to scale Scott we're going to do that through what we call productization, selling that technology over and over again into big addressable markets. John Kippenberger says Scott Technology has forward orders worth $190 million. Well, turning to the markets, unfortunately, the Lurgy has claimed the commentator we were planning to have a chat with today. So doing her own inimitable impression of a stockbroker, <laughs> Nona Peltier. Take it away, Nona. I will do. OK, so it was a modest start for the local market, but certainly we've been picking up in early afternoon trading. The NZX Top 50 Index up 67 points. That's 0.6% at 10,915. Among the leaders, we've got Air New Zealand up 2 Two cents uh, uh, to seventy nine and a half. Uh, Genesis up five to two sixty eight. Fletcher Building up seven to five oh two, and Meridian up six to four fifty eight. Australia also uh, perked up just after the open. It was slightly down just at the at the uh, opening bell, but looking at it now, it's up twenty nine points to six thousand eight hundred nine. And at the currency, we've got the New Zealand dollar trading just a touch under US uh, sixty cents fifty six. Uh, sorry, fifty six. 6.99, so not 60 cents at all. I'm sorry about that, folks, just in case you got excited. Um, up 90.2 to 90.2 Australian, 50.2 pence, and 507, well, 0.577 euro, 84.98 yen, and 4.11 yuan. I guess I'm going to have to worry, uh, work a little bit on my currency expressions there. Uh, but the 90 day bank bills, 4.1%. 10-year bonds, 4.57%. Brent crude oil, it was down just 90 cents to 90 dollar uh, seventy US a barrel and gold is up a couple of dollars to six thousand six hundred and fifty three US dollars an ounce. Kira Nona told you it was inimitable. And just a quick touch on other business news. New Zealand investment bank Murray and Company signed a partnership with Australian financial advisory firm Gresham Partners. The two aim to cooperate on cross border capital raisings, allowing Australian companies to tap markets here and uh, New Zealand companies to tap markets markets in Australia. Numbers and news on the business sense updated around half past five in Checkpoint, but for now money, that's business Kiara.
Kia ora,